Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, December 28th. On this date in 1981, Elizabeth Jordan Carr, the first American so-called test tube baby, was born in Virginia. And a sad story from Hollywood on this date in 2016. Actress Debbie Reynolds died at age 84, just a day after she lost her daughter, 60-year-old Carrie Fisher. Now for a little Thursday morning trivia question that's out of this world. On this date, way back in 1612, Italian astronomer Galileo Galilei observed what he thought was a star. If he only knew, his discovery would later be rediscovered by Johann Gall in 1846 when it was identified as a planet. Which planet was it? I'll have that answer coming up, but first it's time to check in on your first alert forecast. Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. We're starting out the day with cloud cover. Eventually, we'll become partly cloudy and mostly clear later on today. There is a dry cold front that will be crossing our area. There's a very small chance of an isolated shower, but moisture will be hard to come by with this next system. Temperatures were cooler, upper 50s to low 60s, so not in the 70s like the past few days. And future tracker shows that clearing as we head later into the day. A very small chance once again for seeing a shower. Tonight, though, we'll see temperatures back in the 30s and 40s clear and cold and the colder temperatures are around as we head into the final weekend of 2023 we're looking at highs in the 50s with overnight lows in the 30s you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader live 5 news now let's get to your morning headlines This morning, 11 law enforcement officers are on administrative leave following a deadly officer-involved shooting yesterday. This comes as the state law enforcement division is investigating the actions taken by North Charleston police officers and Charleston County Sheriff's deputies. On your screen now are the eight North Charleston officers that are now on paid leave. Three Charleston County Sheriff's deputies are also on paid leave. This all started as officers responded to reports of shots fired at a marathon gas station on Dorchester. Chester Road around 11:15 Tuesday night. At the scene, officers say they found a man now identified as 33-year-old Winston Dunham armed with a handgun about 50 yards from the gas station. North Charleston officials tell us officers spoke with Dunham for a long time trying to get him to drop his weapon. That's when the Charleston County deputies got there to help out the North Charleston officers. And here's a look at the three deputies that have been placed on leave again. These are with the Charleston County Sheriff's Office. Officials tell us sometime after the deputies arrived, Dunham turned toward the officers, pointed a gun in their direction and several times before firing one round at them. We're told that's when officers returned fire and immediately began giving aid to Dunham, who did die from his injuries. Now, officials tell us placing all those involved on uh, Paid administrative leave is standard practice. SLED agents are working to interview witnesses and collect evidence for a report to be given to prosecutors. At least two of the North Charleston officers were involved in a 2022 deadly shooting, but they were cleared of any wrongdoing in that incident. North Charleston police, meanwhile, tell us they've made an arrest in connection to a smash and grab at Northwoods Mall last month. 32-year-old Devin Goss is facing third-degree burglary, grand larceny, and malicious damage to property charges in that incident. Officers say it happened November 18th when they responded to reports of gunshots, only to find out it was actually glass breaking that people heard. Detectives tell us the stolen car Goss drove to the mall is what led them to him. Goss is currently being held at the Charleston County Jail. 
We now know the name of the person who was hit by a car early Christmas day. The Berkeley County coroner says 33-year-old Danubia Sevilla died at the scene of that crash on Howe Hall Road in Goose Creek Monday. Officials tell us Sevilla and her child, excuse me, and a child were standing next to a disabled vehicle in a ditch when they were hit. The child was taken to a hospital for treatment. Their current condition is unknown. The South Carolina Highway Patrol is still investigating the incident, but so far there's no word on any charges. The Somerville Police Department is investigating a Christmas Day fire that destroyed part of a wine and coffee bar. The entire back bar area of the Lux wine bar was destroyed in that fire around 630 Monday morning. Now, the police report states two witnesses saw two people arguing nearby at the time of the fire, but officers have not confirmed whether they are connected to the fire. Now, the owners tell us they have surveillance video of someone running from near the fire immediately after it started. If you know anything about this incident, call Somerville Police at 843-871-2463. The Charleston Housing Authority says it is making progress on its plan to renovate or redevelop all 1,400 of its public housing units across Charleston. Officials are currently tackling the Cooper River Courts community on America Street, a $400 million project that involves the demolition of nearly 300 public housing units. Our Molly McBride breaks down the Cooper River Courts project and the next steps for the entire peninsula. Those nearly 300 public housing units in the Cooper River Courts community will be replaced with over 1,100 units of mixed-use housing. Half of those will be market rate and the other half will be split between workforce and affordable housing. When this Cooper River Courts project is done, these residents who have been living in old public housing uh, that has uh, been buildings built in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, they will be able to live in luxurious apartments and still you know, not have to pay any extra money. Right now, they're still in the planning and design phase for the project, but Charleston Housing Authority officials say they hope to start construction on the community in 2025. Construction will be done in phases, so not all residents will be relocated at once. Now, this is just a piece of their plan to redevelop or renovate all of their public housing units. They're currently working to secure funding to redevelop Meeting Street Manor on Meeting Street and will then look at renovating Robert Mills Manor on Wilson Street. Altogether, they hope to more than double the number of public housing units in their portfolio over the next several years. In the newsroom, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Whether you are hanging on to your Christmas tree until the new year or you plan on taking it down soon, it is important to know of how to discard of your trees correctly. The North Charleston Fire Department wants to remind you of some safety tips and options for removing your Christmas tree without creating a fire hazard. Our Alicia of Wimberley joins us live in downtown Charleston to explain exactly what those tips are. Good morning to you, Alicia. Good morning, Shelby, Katie. Right now, you see this Christmas tree behind me, right? It's still really festive. You can see all of the nice bulbs and lights, okay? Well, of course, we just wrapped up Christmas, and there are some people out there who might burn their Christmas trees after the holidays, but the North Charleston Fire Department want people to remember these rules before they do. Now, check this out. I spoke with Assistant Chief Kristen Rainey, who says, if you have a real Christmas tree, the best thing you can do is put it on the curb. If you live in Charleston, 
Charleston County. Charleston County Recycling will pick up that tree for you. If you live in Dorchester County within the limits of the city of North Charleston, the city of North Charleston Public Works will come pick up that tree for you as well. Now, for Charleston County, Chief Rainey says they have a no-burn policy. There is a no-burn or burn ordinance specifically in the city of North Charleston, so they don't advise anyone to burn their Christmas trees. He says the ordinance is due to the fact that typically it is a dry season and they tend to have issues with people burning them, which creates a lot of smoke. So sometimes leading to fires being out of control and it could lead to safety hazards. You know, some people still burn their Christmas trees. Some people burn trash. Um, and, you know, we had an instance where last week someone was using a burn barrel and it caught, you know, a garage in the fire um, right next to their house. So these things do happen. Um, that's one of the reasons why we advise people, you know, to mainly just kind of comply with the ordinance. Now, Rainey says the main thing to do is to make sure you're continuing to water your Christmas tree so that it doesn't dry out. And, of course, to see a list of those recycling days, just in case you want to leave it out so that they can come by and pick it up, you can head to this web story at Live5News.com to see that list. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, Alicia Wimberly, Live5 News. The NAACP and other activists are calling for state leaders to pass a hate crime bill in South Carolina. This comes in the wake of a cross-burning incident near the home of a black couple in Conway last month. South Carolina is currently one of only two states in the nation that does not have a hate crimes bill. At a press conference yesterday, many spoke in support of Sean and Monica Williams, the couple who says they'd been harassed by neighbors for years before the cross-burning. They also expressed support for law enforcement for using all the tools available to them to prevent further such incidents. Speakers urged state legislators to make the hate crimes bill a priority when they go back into session in January. As you begin your session in January, let it be paramount that first week of business to pass the hate crime bill, getting it over to the governor's desk to sign the Senator Clemente C. Pickney hate crime bill into law in South Carolina. Warden Butler and Alexis Hartnett, the neighbors of the Williams, are out on bond facing harassment, uh, a harassment charge. The FBI is among the law enforcement agencies investigating the cross burning. The Beaufort County Sheriff's Office says deputies are searching for a burglary suspect. Deputies tell us this man, 19-year-old Raymond Stoltz Montgomery, is wanted for second-degree burglary, safe cracking, and petty larceny for an incident that happened in June at a Dollar General. If you've got any information about the suspected burglary or you know where Stoltz Montgomery might be, you are asked to call the Sheriff's Office. That number is 843-524-2777. Now to a crazy story out of Las Vegas. What started as a shots fired call turned into a wild police chase with multiple carjackings, and it ended with three people dead. Police say it all started around 3.45 yesterday morning. Officers got to the initial scene where they discovered the suspect's mother had been shot and killed. Now, officials say that's when shots were fired at the officers before the suspect stole a police car and led officers on a chase, and then they stole a second and then a third car. After police caught up, more gunfire erupted and the suspect was killed. Now, their name has not yet been released. One of those carjacking victims also died. 
That 70s show actor Danny Masterson was admitted to the North Kern State Prison in California for a recent conviction. The 47-year-old will serve 30 years to life in prison after he was sentenced on two rape charges in September. In May, Masterson was found guilty of raping three women at his home in separate incidents between 2001 and 2003. California corrections officials say Masterson is currently going through the classification and reception process, which could take up to 90 days. Here's a consumer watch for you. If you were hoping to get your hands on Apple's hottest new smartwatch, you will have another opportunity. A previous U.S. International Trade Commission order prevented the sale of the latest Apple watches because they violate patents registered to another company. Now, a federal appeals court temporarily blocked that ban while the dispute makes its way through the legal system. It follows Apple's emergency motion where the company said it could, quote, suffer irreparable harm if the ban was kept in place. Apple announced it would immediately resume selling the watches as soon as 9 a.m. today. Amazon Prime customers, listen up. The new year is bringing ads to your favorite Prime video shows and movies. Those ads will start January 29th. But you do have the option to pay an extra $2.99 a month to avoid them. Amazon says the ads will allow them to continue investing in compelling content and keep increasing that investment over a long period of time. Other streaming platforms like Netflix, Hulu, and Disney Plus have already introduced their own tiered subscriptions. New York City is beefing up security ahead of the iconic Times Square New Year's Eve celebrations. Every year, the city adds more patrols, but this year, there are safety concerns amid the Israel-Hamas war and recent protests. Since the first Hamas attack on October 7th, there have been nearly 500 protests throughout the city, sometimes clashing with police. NYPD plans to use drones to monitor the crowds, car scanning devices, and radiation detectors to make sure the new year begins safely. About 60,000 people are expected to ring in the new year in NYC. Many of you will likely ring in the new year right here in the low country, and one nonprofit wants you to keep road safety in mind. Mothers Against Drunk Driving, or MAD, says 30% of traffic deaths are caused by drunk driving, and they say that that number jumps to 50% during holiday weekends. MAD says South Carolina is the second worst state in the nation when it comes to the number of drunk driving deaths per mile. Data from State Highway Patrol shows that out of the just over 5,500 accidents during New years since 2019, about 6% involve alcohol or drugs, and 30% resulted in at least one death. One MAD leader says more has to be done to resolve the issue. It means law enforcement doing the best they can, people making good decisions. Ultimately, we need stronger and better laws because we're light years behind where some other states are, just in terms of sensible laws that will help things. Local law enforcement will have various DUI checkpoints set up throughout the weekend. Officials also want to remind you to have a plan. Choose a designated driver and intervene if someone you know should not be driving. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1612, Galileo spotted what he thought was a star he hadn't seen before. More than 200 years later, Johann Gall would discover this same object and identify it as one of our solar system's planets. Which planet? That discovery was Neptune. Celebrating birthdays this Thursday, Downton Abbey's Dame Maggie Smith is 89. Actor Denzel Washington is 69. TV personality Gail King is also 69. Talk show host Seth Meyers is 50. 
Singer John Legend is 45. And pop singer David Archuleta is 33. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.